Hi, this is Mary, and you're listening to Fixer Up. Thanks for joining me for part two of the first inaugural episode about MPG. I'm here again with my friend Sue. Hi, everyone. Thanks for sticking around to, to hear the rest of the story. If you recall from part one of the MPG episode, we left it off that MPG's hallucinated personality, Tony, wants to meet with me. So I was deciding whether or not I should meet with Tony. I mean, at this point, we know I'm going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd already let the guy lick my feet, smell my (laughs) underwear. I was thinking, I was actually thinking of like, punishments for him because he wanted me to come up with different punishments for him if he didn't do something I wanted him to do so I gave him like homework to like okay well if you don't clean the house the way that I want you to clean the house what should I do how can I punish you I've just remembered that he did some of your cleaning for you I've just remembered that yeah he wanted to do all my cleaning and I thought a hot guy who wants to clean my house absolutely okay (laughs) I could totally get on board with that. I've just remembered that. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. So so after I got home from the work trip, I think we got home early, like on a Saturday. I think mm. I was still drunk on that flight. Yeah. Um, I think you were. I was. And Tony came over. Now, I was concerned because it was Tony who was coming over and not MPG. And I, I was concerned because in order to get Tony to come out, MPG had to take these drugs. And so Uh, I was like, are you sure you're going to be okay? Can you get to my house? I don't want you to do anything where you're driving intoxicated. And he said, no, he was sure it would be okay. And he only lived about a mile away from my house. And I actually go past his house all the time. So um, he only like lived a mile away. So it wasn't an issue. So I didn't need to be concerned, which was good because I was concerned about that. So he comes over, and this is the first time I meet Tony. Now, Tony is different than MPG was. Like, he had a different voice. It was a deeper voice. Mm. He sounded more, like, authoritative. Mm. So, you know how some people just kind of sound passive, and some people sound not aggressive, but more, like, direct Mm. and sure of themselves? Yeah. Tony was the direct sure of himself version of mpg he was mr confident yes he was mr confident yes and he had a completely different voice which was weird i thought that was totally weird anyways so tony comes over and we're hanging out and he's lying next to me he's asking me what i wanted with mpg because he was being very protective over mpg he was saying you know, you're smart and you're intelligent and you're sexy. Why would you want to be with MPG and he can't get an erection? What are you doing with him? And you have to be very careful because MPG was kind of messed up from his divorce. And I thought, well, I understand that you're trying to be protective and and that's good because ultimately it's your personality, right? I I didn't say that probably because that would have upset Tony. I didn't want to upset the other personality because God only knows what would happen. <laughs> he definitely sounds like he's got an inferiority complex, though. Yeah, and he's I think for sure. he's using the other personality to cover that. Yeah. I mean. For sure. I, I mean, I guess some people, you know, like if they drink a lot, they come out to have like a different personality mm. a little bit. 
but this guy hallucinated so the other personality would come out i guess that was just kind of mm. like kind of what he did so i mean i explained to him when he was asking me what i wanted to accomplish or what i wanted with mpg I just said, you know, he's smart and he's sexy and he thinks that I'm smart and sexy and, and that's a turn on, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, who doesn't want to hear that they're smart and sexy Absolutely. from somebody who's completely hot? I mean, he was hot. <laughs> so why wouldn't I want to hear that? Mm -hmm. And I also just told him that, you know, I'd only been divorced at this point for maybe like four months or so. And I just kind of wanted somebody who wasn't going to be a threat to me. And, and I don't mean like physical threat or anything like that. It just, I knew he wasn't going to hurt me mm -hmm. in, in like all aspects of it. So he was safe. Yeah. So and like emotionally hot. safe. Yeah. He was emotionally safe and he was hot. So I got to give it a try, mm -hmm. you know? So we're, we're in my bedroom and we're, we're messing around and you know, I'm naked from the waist down. He's smacking my dupa. What? He's my dupa. What's that? It's a Polish word for butt. Okay. <laughs> I say okay. dupa for everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's doing things with his fingers, telling me that it's it's got to be our secret because he doesn't want MPG knowing that I'm messing around with Tony, which I also thought was kind of weird, mm. you know, because yeah. I really thought that. MPG knew about Tony. Well, they did know about each other, so they would know what they did, what the other one did. Yeah. Right? But, um, I don't know. So it was a secret. But So all these things are hot. And I'm like, okay, so this is the first guy since my divorce that I'm messing around with, and he's totally hot, and he's into me, and he's telling me that I'm sexy, and he's telling me I've got to, see, got to keep this secret. Mm -hmm. So everything should be like, everything should be go, yeah. right? No, it was terrible. My body was like, no, uh-uh, you're not doing this. This is the worst idea ever. Dries the Sahara. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. So I'm thinking to myself, like, as this is happening, okay, this isn't working. This is maybe the worst idea I've ever had. And what if I wasted a whole decade with my ex-husband and that clearly didn't work out? And what if that decade of my 40s was my best sex decade and what if I never have an orgasm again yeah what if I'm with this hot guy and I can never ever have it again yeah what if I wasted all of my time yeah that was a bit extreme that thinking I know it? but <laughs> I mean here I am with this totally hot guy that should be doing everything and it was like I'm telling you it was like the Sahara Desert it was horrible so I remember you calling me the next day in a bit of a state i was i was totally upset like massively upset yeah. the next day and i can remember saying to you hey you've just come out of a, a long-term relationship this is the first sexual experience you've had with somebody new this is also a hot guy that is got different personalities so it's totally weird <laughs> don't you think that this is going from one extreme to another for your body and it's most probably your body just saying, hey, hey, we need to back back down a little bit and let's just come into this a little bit more gentler. And I didn't think that there was ever going to be a problem. I just think your issue was the guy that you were with. You know, there was no problem with you. 
Well, I, I don't know. I was just afraid that what if there was a problem with me? I mean, it was the first person I tried to mess around with for years. Exactly. I mean, I'm talking y- plural, years. Yeah. And I was just... I was just so confused and so worried that I had made, like, not only did I, did I make this huge mistake, like not, should I not have divorced my ex? Mm. Cause that didn't cross my mind, but oh my God, what if by divorcing him, I wrecked the, my sex life? Exactly. <laughs> like, I know, I know that's extreme, but that's just kind of the way it works. Yeah. Like you just think in extremes. And, and it wasn't, um. You know, your your issue there purely was that this was also new for you. And I think for any woman that goes into the first relationship or the first time they go to bed with somebody new, it's so different and you, you don't have... Um, you knew what you were doing before and now suddenly it's all somebody new, somebody you don't know, and it's super scary. And I think that's all it was. Yeah, I was... I think, I mean, talking to you made me feel so much better, but I remember I was bawling and like blubbering like an idiot. <laughs> I was, and I, I we were probably supposed to be talking about some kind of work deal or something, and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know what I just did to myself. I feel horrible, you know, and you totally talked me off the cliff, which yeah. I appreciate. And I remember you telling me like, don't worry about it. It'll be okay. This is just the first guy that you're trying to mess around with. And yeah, maybe he's the hottest guy you've come across in a long time, but clearly it, that's not important. And you're just going to have to kiss a lot of frogs and mm-hmm. it'll be okay. It was just a new experience and you just needed to experience others. Yeah. That's what I felt. Yeah, the first guy is rubbish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As you like to say in your British vernacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, everything was just all a little bit too weird with that fella. So so I've got to ask you, did he keep, one, did he keep the voice on all night? Well, he kept the voice on for like while we were messing around, but no, neither one of us finished anything and we kind of just stopped. Kind so, of like... so how did he feel? He's like, okay... This isn't going anywhere. This isn't. She's, yeah, we, she's she's not experiencing the ultimate. Yeah, I didn't even try to fake anything. I mean, there's no faking. Like I was just like, yeah, we're done here. Wow. <laughs> so he actually like supposedly morphed back into MPG. Oh, really? And, and he MPG got up and went to the washroom. You know, like after people you know have relations or or do things. They get up and go to the washroom and they wash their hands and stuff. So he did all of those things. And I was supposed to keep it a secret. Remember, Tony kept mm-hmm. telling me I was supposed to keep this a secret. MPG wasn't supposed to know. But later on the phone, when I was speaking to Tony later that night, I said, well, if MPG didn't know, then why did he get up and wash his hands? I was, what did he say? I was kind of, I was trying to catch him in a lie. Yeah, I know, right? Because now you're going, okay, I know this is all fake. You're just yeah, doing all of this. This is, this is all bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? So he said, well, he he's kind of a germaphobe, and he knew that there was something off, and so he got up and washed his hands. Oh, dear. Okay. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was absolute bullshit. So he did that. Yeah, and then I never saw him again. Oh, really? Yeah, we talked for, like, we talked and texted on the phone and stuff 
for maybe like a week longer after that, but I didn't see him again. And Tony was trying to tell me to take care and, you know, to, to treat MPG's heart with care because he was a really sensitive guy and, you know, just to be careful with him. And I said, oh, I will be, but you know, MPG really has to make an effort because I'm not going to have a relationship with Tony. If I have a relationship, it's going to have to be with MPG. And uh, Tony got mad at me. <laughs> so we didn't talk after that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But so why? Okay. So that was my experience with MPG. But I don't know. At the end of the day, you know, clearly this doesn't really have that much to do with me fixing up my condo or anything. But like when I look back at it, like why did the universe put him into my life? And I, th I think part of it is just to remind myself, like, not to rush things. Because I think I was trying to rush it. Mm. Like, he might have been the first or second person I matched with. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll try it with you. Yeah. Let's, let's see if this works. But, you know, when you're newly out of a relationship and you, and you, you, you just want to jump in and try something different. Uh, he was totally different. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I mean, I'd never been a mistress before. I never had anybody lick my feet. I never had anybody <laughs> nick my knickers, as you like to say. I, I bet you that's what happened. I bet you that's why I didn't have underwear on that work trip. Mm -hmm. I literally only had like two pairs and we were gone for like four days. I absolutely know that's the reason. <laughs> I absolutely know and that's yeah, that was really weird. But I think it's also, I think it was kind of a wake up call for me to remind myself that, you know, integrating the divorce part of me into the rest of my personality. I mean, not to be all like, this is multiple personality or whatever, but you have different facets of your personality. And although I had gotten a divorce and it was really hard for me to go through that process and to get divorced and to get used to the phrase, I'm divorced. Mm. I don't know if I'm still really used to that yet, but um it was hard for me to do that. So I think I have to remember that integrating that into my life and acting through that, I don't know if through that's the right word, but like changing my mindset about it, integrating it is going to be messy. Mm. And I don't like, I don't like the flux. Like I'm not the person who likes the in-between. I like to have a goal and to reach that goal. Be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to run a marathon. This is how I'm going to train for this marathon. This is what I'm going to do. And then I do it. But when there's flux, especially like the first year, like I've only been divorced for 14 months, maybe. Mm, yeah. Maybe 14 months now. And we were together for almost 10 years. So for me to integrate and to get through the flux of it, I, I think the flux sucks. You just You just <laughs> need to slow things down. Yeah. That's that's the thing. You need I don't to, you do need things to flow. slowly. Yeah. I don't do anything slowly. You need I to don't... slow things down and enjoy the ride. Well, that was definitely a ride. Yeah. Enjoy For the sure. ride. That ride was a little bit bumpy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when am I? I literally Googled how to be somebody's mistress. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot of good things. Can't say I've ever done that. Honestly, Mary, but... <laughs> I don't think I've used those things that I've learned off those Google pages, but I mean... I did Google it. You know what? Here's the thing is I think you've done it. You've experienced it. I don't think you're going to be in a rush to do it again. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. 
Well, thank you so much for being part of my inaugural episode about MPG. You are absolutely And thank welcome. you for your advice and for all of your help when I was a blubbering fool. <laughs> my pleasure. Thanking Anytime. all of that. And thank you for listening to the, the first episodes, part one and two of Fix Her Up. I hope you stick around for the next story. Hi, it's me again. Thank you for listening to episode two of Fix Her Up. I hope you enjoyed the rest of my MPG story. If you liked it, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and tell your friends. If you'd like to get a hold of me, my socials are mkylieg, and my email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Peach. See you in a couple weeks. <laughs>